0: This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Today, with me, I have Kelsey Banky. Kelsey, welcome. Hello, Mary. And um, Kelsey is another certified financial planner out at Stirk Financial. Kelsey and I do a lot of the retirement plans together. Um, we help a lot of people through getting ready for retirement. And a big piece of getting ready for retirement is understanding the health insurance aspects in retirement, which unfortunately is this crazy system called Medicare.
1: Yes, and we were just talking about this before the show. It's just so much more complicated than it needs to be. So (laughs) our goal today is to try to make it um, and simplify it a little bit and give you some direction on some of the different pieces and the parts and what they mean and when they are important to
0: you. Yes. Now, I get a lot of questions about this too, so I just want to put this right out there. We don't sell Medicare supplement. We don't help actually... um, Put the health insurance pieces into play. I, You know, as a financial planning company, we really focus on the financial side of things. But we have to understand the health insurance side of things because it plays into your overall retirement plan. So we get a lot of calls saying, hey, can you help me get Medicare supplement? And I just want to let our listeners know, no, we don't. But we will help refer you to someone that we think would do a good job. So that just is out there for your information. Okay. So... The reason that we're talking about Medicare Made Simple today is because today, October 15th, is the first day of the open enrollment period. And we're gonna talk about why that matters to you because if you need to make changes in your Medicare plans, today is the first day that you can do it and it's the start of the open enrollment period that runs until December the 7th. So between now and December the 7th, you have the opportunity to make adjustments to your coverage. And we're going to talk about whether or not that's necessary and why it might be. But we thought this would be a timely topic considering the open enrollment period just started today, a couple hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) Very timely. All right. So Medicare has a lot of moving parts to it. And I know that we've talked about some of these on um, previous shows but for a lot of our listeners, um, they're either in the Medicare system or approaching the Medicare age, and so we want to be really clear that we can give you an overview of this, but there are nuances to it that are specific to your situations that you're going to want to talk to the Medicare office about. Okay, so let's break it down though into the the most simplistic uh, versions of what we can. The bottom line is that for most people, there's going to be four parts to your Medicare system. Okay. You're going to have a Part A, a Part B, a Part D, and Medicare Supplement. Okay. Um, So we're going to talk mainly about those today and what you need to know about them. So four parts, A, B, D, and Medicare Supplement. Two of those are government controlled and two of them are private insurance that you have to take out, but all four of them coordinate together, okay? All right, so here's how this works. Medicare Part A. Part A of Medicare is designed to provide coverage when you have to do something like go into the hospital, okay? And Part A is something that you should sign up for when you get to be 65. So we always recommend that about three months before you turn 65, you either go online and get signed up for Part A or you go to the Social Security office, which is actually where you sign up for Medicare here in town, and you get signed up for Medicare Part A. Okay. Um, there is no cost to Part A. You don't have to pay for it. And the um, if you are on your your company's health insurance still, then you stay on your company's health insurance as long as you want to, but you still get the part A. All right. And it becomes secondary coverage to whatever your company is. So whether or not you need it, you want to sign up for part A when you're 65. That's the bottom line there. And since there's no cost, there really isn't any reason not to. Okay. All right. So then we're going to move into part B. Kelsey tell us a little bit about part B.
1: So part B and part A they're part of the what they call the original Medicare. Um and part B is the doctor coverage. So part A hospital coverage, part B doctor coverage. So most of the normal outpatient stuff that you go to the doctor for is going to be included under this. Now, this one does have an expense. It is still a government benefit, but there is um, an expense that you will have. Now, the range is about $105 to $390 a month, depending on your income level. Most people are going to fall a lot closer to that $105 level um, than on the high side, but it is important to know
0: that your income will play a part in this. So So Kelsey, how do you pay for that? Does that come out of your social security check? Does it come out of your bank account? It
1: depends on um, when you set it up, but you can choose how you want it to be drawn. Um, If you want it to come from your social security check and just have a lower check, then that's fine. But if you're waiting on social security until later than when you signed up for this piece of Medicare, um, then it makes sense to have it drawn from your bank account.
0: So, tell us a little bit about this. Like, I mean, there's a big difference between $105 and $390, you know, a month. Help, help our listeners understand a little bit about how come there's that big of a gap?
1: There's that big of a gap because the the government's going to start expecting you to contribute a little bit more to your medical expenses um, if you are a high wage earner. And so, again, just depending on where you fall in your. Adjusted gross income, um, modified adjusted gross income, will have an impact on how much you pay. If you get up um, to individuals over two hundred fourteen and married couples over four hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars a year, that's going to be where you're hitting that highest level of uh, premium. Anywhere between that and one hundred seventy thousand for married couples or eighty-five thousand for individuals, that's that's the range. If you're between those two, then you're going to start paying more for your Medicare Part B.
0: So let me tell you a little um, story about one of our clients that we have. Um, They had their normal Medicare premium of $105 um, a a month coming out. And then I got a call um, from them and they said, oh my gosh, my Medicare premium just went up by like $150 a month. Why would that be? So, you know, when we researched it and, and looked into these high income rules, I said, well, you must have hit a high income bracket and now your Medicare cost has gone up. Well, what had happened is that the client had sold a farm. And when they sold their farm, the capital gains that they had to pay threw them up into this adjusted modified gross income bracket. And so the impact of them selling the farm Actually, was that their Medicare premium went up for the next year? So there's some hidden things in this Medicare system that can influence that premium that people don't necessarily know that are out there.
1: Absolutely, and so your Medicare Part B, um, you should be signing up for that again at 65, or uh, when you your employer insurance stops. So if you're going to work past 65, um, you just need to sign up for that. You know. A, a few months before you um, cease employment, but you do also want to make sure you coordinate. If you're with a smaller employer, they may not um, they may not allow you to continue on their coverage after 65. Again, that's that's for smaller employers. But if you think that that might be you, you want to check in on that. Larger employers usually usually will allow you to stay on their plan, and you can do the Medicare Part B after you're done with employment. But keep in mind that's not always the case.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Thanks, Kelsey. All right. So we've talked about Part A, which you sign up for when you're 65. We've talked about Part B, which you sign up for either at 65 or when you're done with your group coverage. And um, that's the two government-sponsored pieces of this. Um, when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about the two private insurance pieces to the Medicare system. But I do want to let people know a couple of things. Number one, we have a free Medicare guide that we'd be happy to send you. So if you want to give us a call, 605 217 3555, we'd be happy to email you a free Medicare guide um, that kind of explains some of these different things. And if you want the high income information too, so you can kind of understand at your income level what your costs might be, we'd be be happy to include that, just let us know. Um, And then also I wanna let you know, um, if you're approaching that Medicare age, you might also be moving towards a situation where you're becoming a caregiver for someone that you love. And if you're becoming a caregiver, we have a great seminar coming up on November the 1st that is a, for financial tips for people entering that caregiver role. So we're partnering with Whispering Creek Senior Retirement Living, and we're having our seminar there. We think it's a great location for you to come to, kind of see you know, what they're all about, but also hear how... We have some really good tips and tricks for people who are entering into that role to make your life a lot easier and help you navigate those finances as a caregiver. So join us uh, November 1st. We have lots of radio listeners that often come to our seminars, so we'd love to see you there. Part D. D for drug, that's easy to remember. You sign up for this when you're 65 or whenever you come off of your employer group coverage, whichever one is later. But make no mistake about this, you need to sign up for this at the right time because if you don't, for every month that you don't sign up when you're supposed to, you will be assessed a penalty and that penalty will carry with you for the rest of your entire life. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: not fair. (laughs) It
0: really isn't. So this is not one you want to screw up because that penalty will carry forward forever and will always be tacked on to your drug coverage, your cost of it. And it's just crazy that, that that's the way that it is. But they're serious about making sure you sign up for this when you're supposed to. All right, so Part D covers drugs. And there are several different ways that the Part D can be set up. There's different kind of tiers of coverage. And the right tier of coverage for you is completely dependent on the type of drugs that you're taking, okay? Now, the thing about people as they go through retirement is as you age, the drugs that you're taking change, right? So when your drugs change... Your drug plan may need to change with you, and that's why we have this open enrollment period. Every year it runs from October the 15th until December 7th, and this open enrollment period is your opportunity to change the drug plan to a different tier so that it's more in line with whatever prescriptions you're taking now. So if your drug plan is not one that you feel is a good plan and you need to make changes, this is your time. (laughs) Go in and get that evaluated by whoever you're working with for your drug coverage. Oftentimes, a senior center will have people skilled there that are volunteers that can help you figure out what tier you best belong in. But you are going to need to know the names and dosages of your prescriptions to plug them into the computer to be able to say, here's the right tier for my prescription drug coverage. Now, your cost for a Part D plan can run anywhere between five to $500 a month. The price is totally dependent upon the tier that you're in and also the drugs that you're taking. Um, and <clears throat> you buy this through an insurance company. So this is government mandated, but it's not government run. It's private insurance company run through the government mandated coverage. So it gets a little confusing like that. Um The other thing is that we talked earlier in the show about these high-income Medicare beneficiaries. And what people often don't realize, too, is that if you're a high-income Medicare beneficiary, they're going to tack a little extra on to your drug coverage for you, too. So happy day to those who did a great job saving and are making a lot of money. Your drug plan is going to be more expensive, too. So if you want to give us a call for that free guide to Medicare, and if you're in that higher-income Arena. Then just request the high income beneficiary um, information, and you'll be able to get an idea for what your extra cost is likely to be. So the Part D super important that you get that done when you're supposed to, that you don't miss it. So if you go off of your group coverage, you want to do it then. If you're not on group coverage when you're 65, you want to sign up for it then. And then every year during this open enrollment period that just started, then you can make changes to it and get onto the drug tier coverage that's the best one for you now.
1: And a good way to, to make this easier for you is to, uh, when you're going to get the insurance and you're going to price your insurance, you want to have really good details about those drugs. So if it's easier for you to just throw them in a bag and take them with you to the the office and, and have them look at the exact kinds, they need to know whether they're um, over the... Uh, name brand or, pers- or uh, generic brands, mm-hmm. they need to know the dosage. Because a lot of times you start at one dosage and then they have to dial it in. All of that is important in making this decision. So the most information you can take, the better in getting the right plan for you.
0: Okay, so the next thing that we're going to talk then is about Medicare supplement. And Medicare supplement is kind of its own animal. Again, it's not something that the government um provides. It's done through a private insurance company, but it's government mandated. So Kelsey, tell us a little bit about the main things to know about Medicare supplement insurance. So the main things to know are there's there's 10
1: different plans and 10 different choices in this um, this type of Medicare supplement. Um, they're all going to have a letter to their name. So it might be plan A, plan F, plan N, um, et cetera. But all of the plans, you know, so you can get at any company. So plan F at one company is going to be the same as plan F at another company. That Those are mandated benefits that are provided. Um, now, each company, though, is not necessarily going to have the same cost. So uh, you might be able to get plan F at, some, at one company, and it's significantly cheaper than plan F at another company. Now... The one thing that is important to know is even though the benefits um, in relation to um, the medical benefits, this, this is to pay out-of-pocket expenses, so things that Part A and Part B don't pay for, your co-pays and things like that, this helps with that coverage. But even though um, one company might be the same, in the plans, they do offer different benefits and different bells and whistles. So maybe different service levels, or um, you know, better online systems and things like that. So there might be some things that are 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 better for you. It's just whether or not you're willing to pay the money for those.
0: So what you're saying is that if you want to get the F plan then the F-Plan health benefits are exactly the same at any company. Absolutely. And what's going to differ is the price and the bells and whistles. Exactly. Gotcha. So how
1: many extra benefits are you willing to pay for?
0: So one of the things that people often ask then of us is, well, who's the best carrier? And um, I can't really answer that for everybody in general, but I can say that one of the big determiners for Medicare supplement of who the right carrier might be has a lot to do with whether or not you intend to travel a lot during your retirement. And I know that might sound like kind of a funny thing when it comes to your health insurance planning, but here's why, is that some... Um, healthcare care providers have better localized or regional networks of doctors, but they don't have a national network of doctors that's very strong. And some of the providers out there have a much better and broader national network of doctors. So if you're going to travel all over the United States in part of your retirement, you probably want to gravitate towards somebody who has the biggest, broadest network out there of docs. And if traveling isn't going to be part of your retirement, then that doesn't have to be a swing factor for you to shop for when you're considering what to do in your Medicare supplement.
1: Yeah, these plans all differ in in just – like we said, there there it's mandated the coverage that's provided, but there's little nuances that might drive you to one plan or over another. Um, if you're simply going off cost, though, there's gonna be one that's the cheapest and one's one that's the most expensive. that cheapest may just not quite fit you. Um, so, Again, go to somebody that sells this. It's a private insurance through a, a insurance company. Go to somebody that sells these plans, and they can help navigate those decisions with you.
0: Yep, and just to reiterate again, because we do get a lot of questions about this, we don't sell Medicare Supplement Insurance at Stork Financial, but we sure can refer you to some good agents who do, and that can be helpful in, in getting this set up for you. So, okay, Medicare Part A covers the hospitals, Part B covers the doctors, and then the Medicare supplement is designed to pick up the cost of what Medicare Part A and B don't really cover. It's kind of how that all works together. And then the D plan, the drugs, is kind of its own separate animal. So those are some of the basics that I wanted to tell you about. And now I'm going to touch on this Part C. <laughs> you know, we went A, B, D. We skipped over C. So I want to explain a little bit about what C is. Um C is what's called Medicare Advantage. And Medicare Advantage is a private version of Medicare that combines Part A and Part B benefits, and it's approved by the government, but again, done through a private health insurance carrier. It's something that you sign up for when you're 65 or you come off your group plan, whichever's later. And it sometimes can include additional benefits like vision and dental, but frequently requires you to see a doctor who's in a very specific and smaller network. So the, the interesting thing that's about this is even if you elect the Part C coverage, you still have to pay for Part B premiums, even though you're not using actual Part B. K. So the Part C is like a private combo of Medicare Part A and B that you're doing. That's a different kind of health insurance. It replaces Part A and B, but you still have to pay the Part B premiums. It's not as widely used as the Part A and B combo, but it is something that's out there that's available. So we like to at least give a short explanation of it in case people have questions. All right, so Bottom line is Medicare can be very confusing and hard to navigate, but in its essence, it boils down to these things. You need Part A and Part B, or you need the Part C to replace them. You need Part D for drugs, and you need a supplement, and that's what most people are going to need. Part A and B are done through the government. Part C, D, and the supplement are done through private insurance companies that you use But those D coverages and the supplement coverages are mandated by the government. So they're actually the same company to company. It's just the bells and whistles that are a little bit different. So what you're going to want to do is familiarize yourself with how this works. You can change your Medicare supplement and you can change your drug plan in this open enrollment period that we just entered into. So this is the time to analyze it. This is the time to get familiar with it. And if you have any questions, you are more than welcome to give us a call. Be happy to send you our free Medicare guide. Be happy to send you our free high-income beneficiary guide. And again, want to thank all of our listeners for being there for Money Guide for Mary Stirk. And we'll talk to you next week. Call us at 605-217-3555 for your free Medicare guide.